Can you meditate your way out of chronic disease? Well, with this conspiracy of love created by Dean and Ann Ornish, we will surely find out. They say, yes, you can. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Super Soul Sit Down, the after show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations, where we talk everything that she's talking about. And today we have Dr. Dean and his wife, Ann Ornish. They wrote a book called Undo It. So we're going to talk about that today and how we can reverse chronic disease. Um, Then we want you guys to stick around to the end because we have some amazing and exciting news and gossip along with our special segment, Own Your Soul. So before we get this party started, I am your host, Jamie Alexander. Super excited to be here. And to my left, we have the absolutely beautiful soul, Haley J in the building. What's up, everybody? We are here for another Monday, of course. And this one spoke to me really deeply because I had a lot of things that I could pick up from my own life. What did you think of it? Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. There were a lot of things. I actually listened to it twice because I was like, oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. So overall, how did this podcast and series affect you? Well, it affected me immediately, actually. I made some changes as soon as I (laughs) heard the podcast and just the importance of walking and how we can take things into our own hands in a natural way. I got up and I went for a walk. I pinpointed the things in my life that caused me stress and a lot of it came from just being distracted from my phone Mm. going off from feeling the need to respond to things so I put my phone in my car and I went for a walk I was nannying around the boys soccer field and I asked the little boy to walk with me and he said no but that was fine (laughs) I just kept walking and I stretched and I was like man this just feels really good to be disconnected from everything for a second and just heal myself and listen to my inner voice which I think that's what I struggle with figuring out what the inner voice is trying to tell me. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And it requires a level of presence that is challenging in today because we have so many distractions, mostly due to technology. Because I remember growing up, like, I might be dating myself, but we didn't have cell phones. Like, I would call you when I got home. That was it. technology has progressed so quickly (laughs) in a couple years. I mean, look at the new iPhone now. We have three cameras. It's, It's only accelerating. I think that's why now more than ever, it's so important to really channel what you need for you because it's so easy to get caught up and I feel lucky that I didn't grow up and you know my space first started in high school and I I feel fortunate now that Instagram wasn't around when I was in middle school because it is sad to see how sucked in you get and I haven't done this Mm. in a while but I've heard of having social media blackout days so I will turn um I will just completely turn off the app for or like hide the app or whatever for a day and you know, I don't miss it either. That's the thing I thought it'd be like, oh my God, what's going on? I'm like, right. okay, if I miss out on a fashion post one day, I'm okay. You You'll live? I mean? it's, not, okay. it's not as crazy <laughs> as I thought it would be. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love this whole idea. And this is actually something I believe in. So Undo It is a book that Dean, um, he's a doctor, and his wife, Anne, they wrote. And it's all about simple lifestyle changes that can reverse most chronic diseases. And of course, we were talking about aging Last week, if you guys didn't catch that, please watch it because it was really good. But it was also saying you could reverse aging. And who doesn't want to do that? I mean, we don't have to be so vain to focus on our outside. But I know if I could just, you know, look younger, a little longer, that's great. So what (laughs) they say secrets to living a healthy lifestyle are, which is what we're going to talk about, is eating well, move more, stress less, and love more. Oh, the simplicity. What do you think of this list? Sounds super simple. (laughs) Sounds so easy. 
And I think the key is simplifying it for ourselves, taking out all those distractions that make it so much harder than it needs to be. I realized that I was doing that, that I was creating all of these things to fear and focus on that I was putting there. And then I thought of that Eleanor Roosevelt quote this morning where it was saying, no one can make you feel inferior right. without your consent. And that's so completely true. Nothing yeah. can make you feel powerless or weak unless you give it permission to. Yeah, unless you're choosing that. And the beauty about this, we talk so much about meditation these days. It's almost like, oh, okay, meditate. We get it. Like, because you hear so much. It's kind of the same thing with yoga. We're a little bit bombarded with yoga, meditate. Okay. But the way they break it down is so simple. And I love how you shared how you had moments in your day, because that's what meditation teaches us is to be present. That is like the hardest thing to do most of the time because it's like your phone's going off. Somebody's crossing the street. I got to eat. I got to go do that. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. even things like fasting when they were talking about eating well, giving your body a break. If you decide to fast for three days, you'll be blown away by how much time you save not thinking about what you're going to eat next. I believe it. (laughs) Like It sounds horrible, honestly, because I love eating. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. That was the most challenging thing about this. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay, plant-based, I don't know. Eating, I love food so much. So I want to eat well, and I mean to eat well, and I think I eat sweets, you know, pretty much in moderation, but I could definitely... And I also think that it's okay. It doesn't mean you necessarily have to be on... I mean, I guess they obviously say plant-based diet, but I think the whole purpose was just like slow down a little bit to... even recognize what you're eating and you see it all the time and I'm obviously guilty of this too but you know standing up eating on the go and then once you're aware you realize how many people are always doing it around you yep and I think it's just but I do one of the things I struggle with is feeling like I don't have time like I'm always in a rush to do something and then I find myself scarfing down meals but I do think it's you have more time than you think you do or find ways even I they say don't eat meals on the go but for me I eat slower in the car because I'm not rushed to leave for work. So that actually works for me. So I do think there's a balance there of finding, taking the advice, educate yourself, but then also be true to yourself and what you think fits best and what makes you feel the best. Yeah, I actually had to start getting up earlier because being rushed in the morning was giving me an onslaught of anxiety that just was making my stomach hurt. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't, you know, I know we all got to do it, but like I need to be able to like have my water, let things settle, use the restroom. I move slow. I do the same thing now and I've actually incorporated (laughs) my 10 minutes of meditation in the morning. Oh, good for you. And that it's what you said. It it does kind of suck where we make it so almost mainstream now to be yoga and meditate and it does come off a little frou-frou and cheesy but if you just really try it and you focus on it for what it's meant to do Mm -hmm. I ended up canceling my appointment to get anxiety medication because I felt like all of these signs in the universe were telling me that I didn't need some heavy prescription that I just needed because I'd been feeling like you said your stomach hurt yeah I think I said this before but I had really horrible stomach pains almost daily Mm. and I realized it was all due to stress because I had been in situations where I wasn't stressed and my stomach was fine right this whole time I'm thinking it must be some specific food and it was all me yep and so I think I needed to experience that to find a way to calm myself down but meditation really has helped a lot and it's not perfect it's definitely a practice I definitely have to sit my myself down yeah turn off the lights do what I can whether it's in the car just shut up shut my mind off and it really does it helps but it is a practice I think that's why they say practice meditation because 
right now I don't feel like I could do it for 30 minutes. I would, my mind would be wandering (laughs) everywhere, but right now 10 I can do. So that's that's another thing. I think it's picking something that fits your lifestyle right now. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a certain pressure of this amount of time. It's just start slow. Yeah. And I wouldn't even underestimate the power of a minute sometimes because I am working full time again. Um, is I'll go into the bathroom and just give myself 60, 60 seconds where, you know, I'm just in the bathroom, nobody's in there, whatever. I could just take a moment, I'll breathe deep and then just and the power go out, of you a know. breath, you know? Yeah. And I noticed that on the way over here, um, the power of breathing. I try to breathe deep as often as possible, but I can tell I hold my breath for two I'm reasons. That now. <laughs> yeah, like when I'm stressed, but it's also stinky outside. Like I live downtown, so mm, I feel like really? I have a phobia of like germs and stuff. I'm really weird when it comes to that stuff. I'm the person who like walks around my house always sweeping and wiping things like a crazy person. <laughs> um, so when I'm out and I see certain things or smell, I don't want to inhale it. And so I, I'm not breathing when I'm out. It's weird. I don't no, that's not weird, though. It makes sense, but it's, it's interesting how you can tie that back into knowing that that was the reason you stopped doing that. Oh my God, I and have I, to breathe. And I've definitely noticed when sometimes I'm eating and I'm stressed and I'm thinking about too many things, I, I notice I'm holding my stomach. I'm not yeah. breathing. And yeah. I'm like, how, why? Since when did I think I'd have to remind myself to breathe? Like, it's this isn't crazy. a thing I planned on. But yeah, I think we have to experience those things and have those, oh, wait moments so we know what we're doing wrong and to fix them. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I feel even more relaxed just saying that out loud. Like, no, I can relax my shoulders, my jaw, let my let my belly release, you know, just whatever, and be good with breathing. And the what basics. Dr. Dean Ornish specifically said about meditation was it's a direct experience into transcendence. Doesn't oh, that just sound that. calm? Just like you can give yourself all the things you want, and the mind is so powerful. Wow. And if you just find that that's what I'm struggling with the inner voice and and what I really loved is he especially said if you just ask the world ask the universe to show me what it is I need to see yeah it's incredible what you'll see and so true. I actually said that out loud in the car I'm like all right show me please but I think just being more aware and we've talked about noticing things here and there and I said I would notice the rainbow yeah now I see a lion almost every day oh wow that's interesting have you looked up a spiritual meaning of lion it's just like because I've always loved lions and the theory of the lion mind is one that's focused and not distracted I by the little that. things and it actually is making me understand as I say that because I just turned off the Instagram notifications the social media I feel a lot less distracted in turn, I feel a lot better and much less stressed. So, like I said, it's not perfect. I still wake up sometimes with anxiety, and I don't know why. Right. But overall, I feel like I've made progress with that. And that's interesting that I'm seeing a lion now when I'm feeling less distracted, and that's the concept of the lion-focused mind. So, yeah. And, and just seeing the things you. when your eyes are open, seeing what you may have always had around you, but now you see it because you're looking for the positive things. Yeah, like you're open to it. I love that. And meditation is just a practice for that. Mm -hmm. Because when you're meditating, I remember Eat, Pray, Love when Julia Roberts was going through it. She couldn't sit still for anything. And then it was like a minute later and she was like smiling, twitching, had to itch, like just to even get to a space where for five minutes you can not allow your brain, not itch your face, not adjust your socks, not like all of these things. It gives you such power to walk into your day and see what you need to see because you're Mm -hmm. open to that as opposed to being so distracted by everything happening around you. So I'm excited. I go in and out of meditating because sometimes I'm just moving too fast. So that's definitely something I'm going to try to implement. I think that's normal, though, because even in a lot of guided meditations, they'll say if you find yourself 
falling back, yeah. just bring yourself back. So yeah. we all do that. And I think it's key to not get upset about that. Just say, oh, you lost your train of thought, come back. And that's all it is. I think we make things, you know, more yeah. difficult or put more pressure when ultimately the goal is just to calm ourselves down. So it's not really like a big tester. You're yeah. Pass or fail. You know what I mean? It's, it's just the goal is to feel good at the end of it. No yeah. No matter how you get there. And um, something that they said in there that I loved is stillness, gra- stillness and groundedness is always there and available. And it reminds me of something I read, you know, I am spiritual. I love God, but it was the same thing. Like sometimes we think we have to call in the presence of God and God, where are you? And it's like, oh no, that omnipresence of God, stillness, groundedness, all of that is always there. We have to put ourselves in alignment with the energy that's always available for us. So that really helped me change my mind and my wording when I was feeling frantic and looking for something. It's like, oh, wait, that something is here. So what I'm looking for is my awareness of it. You know what I mean? Right. And then the whole idea of when you don't feel good, it means something is not in alignment. But I think figuring it out, figuring out what isn't in alignment is the hard part because you're like, well, what am I doing wrong? I think I'm doing everything right. But I think that's the inner voice when when you just can't explain it, but something feels off. It means that you're not aligned with whatever's in front of you or who's in front of you. Yeah, and to be able to pay attention to it and look at it from an objective view and not one that is like thrown in with so much chaos and assumptions and mind chatter from the last 24 hours. Like, can we look and see and feel and understand things as it is in the moment and make a decision? And I think that's what... All of these things, moving more, because they do say exercise, you know, when people are going into the doctor and this, that, the first thing they tell you is cut back the sugar and exercise, even if it's a 30-minute walk a day. So all oh, of these saying things. saying wa- mm-hmm. a walking half an hour a day can reverse most diseases. That That's was another incredible. incentive for me to get up and walk, because not only do you feel less stressed and clear your head and deep breaths, but to know that scientifically it can actually increase your lifespan. And what did you think about the idea? This this uh, kind of struck a chord with me when they said that we should be blessed, that we do want to live longer. When you, you see today's world of the suicide rates and how horrible it is, the fact that you would desire a longer life is truly a gift. Yeah. What did you think of that? I mean, I thought it was really powerful, especially because I believe deeply we're all here for a purpose. So it really hurts when people are so weighed down by the th- their thoughts and the things going around that they're not able to see the value in pushing through it. Because I think he said something like death, you know, death isn't the answer. Going through is the only answer. So with that being said, it would be nice to be able to tell ourselves or someone who is suicidal what they need to hear in order to understand it's a passing moment. Like life is not going to be like this forever. There's always change that's going to happen because yeah, when Dean was about to cry because he was like, wow, could you imagine being 19, taking your life and then God show you all the people that you, that didn't get help because you weren't there. You weren't walking in your purpose or all the life that you missed. And that's what I especially like about Dean Ornish is he was very honest about I almost committed suicide. And I think Mm. that's where he separates himself from just another author who's telling you how to live your life. Because when I see someone giving me advice, I want to think, why should I listen to you? What can you offer me that makes me... Exactly. Having such a personal story and being brave enough to put it out there is what would make me truly want to listen to him. Because 
I mean, that was the end of the end for him almost. And to mm. be on the other side of it, to write a book, it's, it shows people that it's possible. And I love what you said, that it is a passing stage. But I think, unfortunately, some of those stages just last so long for they people. They do. But sometimes it makes me think, does it, la- it, it last long? You know, sometimes it's because of us. It's our perspective. It's the way we're seeing things, how we view things. It is, you know... A lot of people, when they're stressed out, they do stress eat. I'm one of those people. I'll kill a carton of ice cream in a minute. That's so much sugar, and that's fine. I get it once in a while, but what about for those who don't have the habit of getting snapping themselves out of it? Like, all right, girl, you've been down for a couple or of days. drugs or alcohol. Or drugs or alcohol, you know what I mean? So yeah. there are eat well, move more, stress less, love more, I think opens us up to the best medicine, which is love, essentially. Those four things equal love when I hear it. I keep hearing the same message of choosing love over fear, and I try and implement yeah. that into my life as well when I'm ever not sure of what to do, and I feel like I have too many voices going on in my oh. head. Well, what if I do that, and then I'll kind of feel guilty, <laughs> but am I just doing that because I feel guilty, or do I want to do that? And suddenly, I'm on some crazy mind path, and then I'm, I try and simplify it for myself and yeah. say, love or fear, I'm going to go with love, and I'm going to move on. And that's really helped simplify things yeah. a lot. Um, some of the... Some of the things about his suicide is he said he was very successful, but he felt like a fraud and imposter syndrome. And how many times, how many times, myself included, how many times do we feel like there's a fluke here? Someone's going to find out. I'm not supposed to be here. Why do we feel that way? I don't know why we don't want to let ourselves be great because I still get nervous too in certain rooms. Where it's just like... We don't want to let ourselves be great. Yeah, we don't want to let ourselves be great. It's just I almost like we is. can't trust that things yeah. are happening for us. That we should... Even my roommate, she she told me she had a good opportunity coming up in work. But she didn't want to tell me because she was afraid to jinx it. She didn't even want to say it until it happened. Right. And I said to her, which is... This is why I wish I could give myself advice sometimes. Because right. it seems so easy saying it to someone else. Because without the blind spots, without the feeling attached mm-hmm. to it, you can just say a matter of fact and... I told her, you're not going to jinx anything. You deserve to have something great happen to you, just like you said. Yeah, and, and I'm here to celebrate that with you. As why it's We're self-sabotaging so much. Yeah. I think it's just we're living in fear that it won't work out. We're living in yeah. fear, and then it's that whole concept of we get what we focus on. So if we're focusing on that fear, yeah. then what's going to happen? We're going to create what we didn't want to happen. It's very true. It's almost like when I think about it, it's almost like a PTSD, like yeah, I don't want to get too excited or I don't want to be too, you know, out there or whatever the case, because last time what happened was this or that. It's just a really strange human thing. I actually want to spend some time thinking about that because now is not the time to be in our own way. I can. It's not. And it never is. But I do have questions about that whole concept of don't allow your past to shape your future, which I agree with. But sometimes, and I believe we act a certain way about things because we've learned from the past. The wisdom that we're bringing in, So that's right? what I get confused about because there I hear things that say your past has nothing to do with your future, but if I touch a stove and it's hot, that past experience tells me not to touch the stove again. So that's And it's why not because I'm, I'm being I'm walking in fear. It's because no, it's hot. So, so I, guess I don't want to burn my finger. That's just another today. thing with balance that Yeah. That one's difficult. You know what I'm saying? It Where is. I think Sometimes, I guess it's knowing the difference between protecting yourself and holding yourself back. And I think you get more clarity in that the more that you meditate. Because I know for a fact, and in my personal experience, God speaks, intuition speaks. And when I'm available to hear it, it never leads me wrong. It is the wildest thing. But I could only imagine if I I was eating a plant-based diet, 
um, working out a little bit more, shaving off some of the stress and loving more, being more open, more vulnerable, less afraid of who's going to use me, hurt me, this, that, you know, all of these things. I do think it would make the voice that I hear sometimes even easier to hear. So I don't think I'd have to ask myself, am I holding on to fear of something of the past or am I using my wisdom to move forward? I don't know. That just makes a thought. Sense. Yeah. Practicing, just listening to your mind and clearing the space to focus on the voice that you need to hear, not yep. all the distracting voices. Yeah. Because that voice is not going to yell. And, body. Mm-hmm. and it says meditation is just stopping what's it stops disturbing what's already there. So that whole concept of him saying that as humans, we want to be happy. We want to trust in people. And I believe that too. When you think about it, I know a lot of people say, I don't trust someone until I earn my trust. Well, when you go to a restaurant, you're trusting the person next to you not to stab you. Yeah. When you get on a bus or an Uber, you're trusting that person to drive you safely. We trust more than we think. And I do think that is a natural body human response to think most people are going to do what they say they're going to do and we want to believe them. Yeah, absolutely. And then if we feel like we can't or let those fears come in, it does just make the situation tight. Like I get tight thinking about it like, oh, I don't want to go through that again or I don't want to do that makes me. Nope, I'm pulling back. I can almost physically feel myself want to pull back when I think about stuff like that. Um, One thing that... Gosh, I don't remember. I think it was the shaman he talked to, or it was somebody along the way in the story that Dean Ornish talked to, but he was like, um, nothing can bring you lasting happiness, but it's our nature, and we're constantly running and looking for things on the outside. But him saying nothing can bring you lasting happiness and the other guy saying it, but this guy looked healthy and glowing and pumped, and he wanted to kill himself. Do you believe that, that nothing can bring you lasting happiness? I guess I'm still figuring that out. I think that... I agree with the concept of materialistic things. You'll always Mm -hmm. want more. So no matter what kind of car, no matter what house, that will never be lasting happiness. But I would like to believe that love is lasting happiness. Yeah, absolutely. And if love is our, if we are made from love and love is our natural state, then I like the way that Anne put it because it was such good verbiage. Rediscover your inner sources of peace, joy, and well-being. So to rediscover is to discover again. It's something What's we have to do. Been there. What's always there. It's always there. So I'm really appreciative of this conversation about meditation because, yeah, it doesn't sound so like woo-woo. It sounds like, oh, well, yeah, if I clear all of this stuff out of the way, I can actually see and understand this. And there's so much in there. That's the thing. I, I feel like now, especially in L.A. culture, there's... It does seem like a fad, and it does seem like a yeah. get out and meditate and yeah. have your acai bowl. It doesn't have yeah. to be like that. You don't have to post photos of what you're doing. It's yeah. it's really whatever you want to call it. It's just you finding that inner peace in yeah. whatever way that looks like for you. And it doesn't have to be the typical meditation. You could, you know, you could be in your car. You could be in the shower. Anything that you can heal yourself and yes. and feel like you're listening to your mind and shutting off distractions, I feel like that works for you. Yeah. So yeah. It's taking away this idea of it has to look a certain way. I think meditation scares a lot of people. I was talking to my cousin about it and, and she said, is it hard to focus for 10 minutes? And I said, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Other times, mm-hmm. 10 minutes flies by. So I, I took away this pressure for myself of if doing I have it to right. sit here for exactly 10 minutes and be focused because I get distracted <laughs> yeah. all the time. Yeah. Start thinking about, oh, I got to I gotta do this in a second. And then I'm just like, okay, <laughs> come back. Or sometimes if I can't get my mind off what I have to do, 
I'll do what I need to do, but I'll just continue meditating. So if nice. I'm like, oh, I wanted to, I need to put my shoes on because I have to leave for work in a second. I'll just start putting on my shoes, but I'll stay calm so I don't allow myself to stress. Because I know me at this point, if I think I have something to do, then I'm going to sit there and think about what I need to get done. Yeah. So, And it, it depends. I obviously can't write a five paragraph essay and meditate. But if there's little yeah. things like, oh, I just need to put my jewelry on and I'll do something like that. Yeah. So it's a practice, though. That's good. Yeah, being meditative is exactly the a state practice. of being meditative. Yeah, yes. because well, she was talking about that, you know, with the food and um, even being able to taste your bites. Like we have that first one, and then it's like, oh my god, that's amazing, and the rest is kind of on autopilot. But what I love that they brought to light is when it comes to sex and intimacy, how basically our you can only feel intimate to the degree in which the degree in which you feel safe. So I feel like when you, yeah, so when you're open and you're even with a partner, because Dean and Ann Ornish seem to work together really well. They have mm-hmm. this spiritual union. They understand a well, lot. It seems like they cleared all the distractions and the negative voices to yes. find each other. And then, yeah. then it became simple to find each other. Yeah. And to keep finding each other over and over again. So I just love the idea of even in an intimate relationship, how far you can go if you're not so distracted and you're open to what's happening in the present moment together. Absolutely. I wish it was. I wish because when we say it, it sounds so simple. It does. And then especially the concept of what did you do today? Did you like doing that? Okay. If you don't like doing that, why are we still doing that? But of course, life gets in the way and that's where we have to decide what we're choosing to keep ourselves in and what we can step away from. And sometimes we don't realize how weighed down we are until we separate. Sometimes you don't realize how miserable we were in a situation until it's finally over or how badly you want something new until that opportunity presents itself. Yeah. We actually got someone in the chat, y'all. Isa Bonita says she loves this and started reading the book. Congratulations. Is there anything that you've read so far that you want to share with us? I will update you if she responds. Yay. Thank you. you. The book, I love the concept of just undo all the things that life has chronic diseases y'all like chronic diseases there are people walking around with diabetes heart disease cancers some of this stuff and to just think it could be so simple as changing your diet loving more i like the how they brought up the concept of love connection and community being everything because i believe that and sometimes in today's society can be very much like mind your own business let people do their own thing we don't have to but really we need each other so deeply to uplift each other. I think a lot of people are afraid to give away love because they won't get it back. But and it's reciprocal. Want to protect themselves because want to protect. It's that hurt people, hurt people concept. Yes. And I really like that Dr. Dean made the connection with when we classify someone as different. That's when the problem starts. When we stop seeing each other as we're all one human race, we're all the same, and saying, "Oh, the other." That's it's wild. When, but it's so true when you. When you start separating groups and you stereotype, that's when we start thinking there's a hierarchy of some are better yeah. than others. And how or did, I can't how connect with this person. This Just because people look different. I, again, I feel like every episode there's a comfortable little space to talk about the media because of the way things are portrayed, whether it's a story. All of these stories that we're getting do kind of pit people against each other even if it's just a fun movie for action it's still like oh the guy who looks like you know wearing a turban on his head is the one doing this to the plane and it's like subtle but it's enough to make people think when they see that like it takes enough times for that to be engraved like they're different yeah they're separate from me 
because they do this and I do this. When really, at the end of the day, when we think about what Dean and Ann Ornish are talking about, this is something universal for everybody, no matter what. And just to think that you can literally heal yourself with this stuff is mind blowing. I'm so glad she picked up the book. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I want to get the book. <laughs> Absolutely. And the concept of their conspiracy of love, how love it contributes that. to your physical health. Yeah, that was I said this before when I was having huge stomach issues. I yeah. said it took my body to tell me I needed to channel my mind. So I think that's the perfect way to describe all these diseases. Your body is physically going to stop you if you yeah. don't channel your mind. And especially this one, this is I still struggle with this because my mom has Alzheimer's. They did talk yeah. about Alzheimer's disease. And I wish I could ask her now. And she was always on the go, so I definitely believe she was stressed out. Mm. But I really wish I could look back now to see how much that stress may have ultimately caused what happened now. I don't don't know, though. I mean, because... Oh, Ryan, you got something? Oh, yeah, real quick. Uh, She said, thank you. I'm reading about the diseases now. Yes. And how it advises against keto, which is interesting considering how popular of a diet it is. See, I've heard a lot of back and forth of that, too. Yeah, and that's another thing. Again, the media and the way we've got to do our own research. That's why eat well, move more, stress less, love more. Who can argue with that? And I think listening to your body, which is another thing that (laughs) sounds easy, but it's not because... I do think when we're trying to do a certain diet or we're told this is we have to stick to this and that, it stresses mm-hmm. us out when I it does. When I first went through my, you know, weight loss process in college, I got very, very strict and I found out I was getting so stressed about it that it I had to come back around to find my inner peace and just trust that I can make a healthy decision and doesn't have to be so calculated and it's just you do fall into those rabbit holes of being rabbit so holes. structured in certain ways, but it's just, I think we don't trust ourselves enough sometimes to just yeah. know that we know what we're doing. Yeah, our bodies definitely tell us. We know what's us. good for us and what's not. Yeah, and even going with a plant-based diet, I mean, that's like a no-brainer to me. God made plants. Plants grow like we do. So, you know, they heal themselves and, you know, they scab, so to speak. If you've ever ripped a leaf, you'll mm-hmm. see how it gets brown and it kind of heals itself. And, you know, leaves fall. There's all these things about nature that is very conducive in the same how our bodies work. So that makes sense. Um and just moving around and doing everything. So I just love how the simplicity of it makes perfect sense in order for us to move forward. It's not a fad. It's not... Because what was that other diet? It was some Miami something. South I remember Beach? South Beach diet. Where, where did that go? There's so like, many. Like people aren't on that anymore. Atkins. You know? Atkins so diet. Many. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. You know, all of these things. And back to really quick what you said. I was thinking about when our tummies were hurting... This is what I think about when I think about disease. Like sometimes if I'm not breathing deep and I take that time and I focus the energy, I can feel like, oh my God, my hips were hurting because there was no air in there. Like my foot was hurting because there's no oxygen. I'm not getting oxygen to myself or the same thing when we're rushing around and we're eating too. Like you're rushing, you're in anxiety, you're eating. Now whatever, your stomach is producing enzymes, not only for the food, but for the anxiety. And you don't think something negative could grow there it's if you just keep doing it? It's backward concept of yeah. thinking, I have to rush because I have to do this, but we're creating all more issues yeah. while we're doing this. We're making mistakes. I know when I'm in a rush, I start dropping everything. I yeah. just get so like frustrated. Like, what am I looking flustered. for? Flustered. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, I'm I'm not being my best self at all. But yet I still... You're not even there. I still, And the whole concept of time being so man-made anyways, it's like, oh, we're, I felt like I was on this rabbit wheel. I even caught myself 
being on such a schedule of, oh, this is the time I have my snack. And I just noticed <laughs> I, I normally had my snack after work, but that was when I was on a different work schedule. I was like, I don't need to be a prisoner to this schedule. <laughs> yeah. But I had realized that I created this whole schedule for myself when I just got lost in it where it became bigger than I was. And I was happy wow. to now be able to reflect and realize, but it's like, what am I doing? Why am I so restrained to something that I created? This is not, I'm an adult now. I get to make these decisions for myself and I don't need to be so trapped. I don't need to be a prisoner to my own schedule. Yeah. Because if snack time is at 1030, but you're not hungry today, right, what do you do? Exactly. Like, yeah. why are we even like, asking? Fourth, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems so silly when you say it out loud because it is, but we, we just become creatures of habit, I think. And we set ourselves on routines and we tell ourselves this is the way to be successful, but we stop listening to ourselves. We we get distracted and we can't hear the inner voice anymore, which is bringing us back to meditation. I think if you take just a few minutes every day to check in with yourself yeah. and see how you're feeling, because sometimes it's it's so easy to go up to someone else, hey, how was your day? Do we ever ask ourselves how our day was? Yeah. Do we ever check in with how we're feeling? Right. No, it's very important. And are we even asking other people? Or are we just saying it? Are we just it? saying it? How I'm, are you? Good. Yep. I've experienced that. Somebody asked me how I was, and before I even got to response, they started asking me another question. So it was just like the it's formality. The new hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, how are you? And I was really prepared to like share, but you were ready to go. <laughs> I was going to tell them something, but then it was just like, oh yeah, that's not what. Da 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 da. And you know, I'm not mad that that person did it, but it also made me think, okay, like Jay, make sure you're not doing that either. Like, if you're mm-hmm. asking, listen, this is an opportunity for you to open yourself to give and receive that's reciprocal love energy right there it's small mm-hmm. but if i'm like how are you girl and you're like you know what i'm feeling this is great that's good and we have that exchange that's more love in our life like right there i love that you, i love that you said that about love because yeah. how how do you really measure love it's a feeling it doesn't you cannot be some huge act it could be just as nice as holding the door open for someone just taking the time compliment someone if you like their jacket you think they look pretty like you never know how you can affect someone it can be a game changer like you can change someone's day i think i was listening to something wayne dyer said and he's like trying to um measure love is like trying to measure the air from the living room and the dining room we don't know where it ends and where it stops or how to separate that so love is it's an i am thing you know, the peace, be still, and know. Like, all of these concepts kind of eliminate all mind chatter. All, and it it's allows us to flow from our source within all and of those concepts. it should be easy, right? I think that's what connection it is. It can be, I guess, if you work at it. The thing, if you work at it, it should be easy because you stop fighting all the distractions because you've yes. learned how to turn them off in a much simpler way. But that's why whenever you would see old movies of guys saying, you know, these are all the reasons I love you and the girl wants to know just old fashioned back then. The girl wants to know why you love me. I always thought well, I don't think love should, I don't need someone to say all the right words because I think a lot of guys are good at saying all the right words. I think it's something that they show, something that you feel. I think it's connection girl, girl, guy, guy, whoever your partner of choice is. I think love is something that can't be put into words. It's something you both feel. Yeah. And can't explain. Which is nice because you can show your love. You can show us some love by joining the conversation Mm -hmm. as Bonita did. I hope I have that right. Um, And we're so glad to continue this conversation. So before we get out of here, we definitely wanted to jump into some awesome news and gossip. I do have to say one thing first. 
what I loved the most about this entire episode was how we, we talk about self-love and how important that is. And fact, scientific fact, you guys, the heart pumps blood to ourselves, our heart first. That it said, maybe I messed up that quote, but it says that the blood pumps straight to your heart first. Yeah. And then goes anything, to the rest of the body. Right, before any other vessel in your body. So to me, that was just a really cool That's so beautiful. Cool fact that it's, it's just a reminder that it's not selfish to care for yourself. It's it's just getting your mind right so you can be a better person for other people in your life. When I feel better and when I feel more calm, I'm nicer to other people. I'm more patient with other people. So I thought that was a cool little tidbit to remember. Yeah, and I like that too because even in a kind of a nature way, it's like love first. If the heart is getting the blood first, that's almost a reminder of like this is important and let that go through the rest of your body. So if you think of yourself as love or the heart like you said taking care of yourself first but then allowing it to feed the rest of your body and body could be community body could be family or whatever it is but yeah I really like that quote that's nice I'm gonna put that one in my pocket (laughs) but to the news and gossip I do have a clip for you guys this week and it is from Dr. Dean and Anne themselves and it's just a little clip of them talking I thought it was cool just to see them explaining in their own words of uh, meditation and just the concept of living your life without the joy all, of living without all the drugs and everything else that we just really don't need yeah let's get into it life is to be shared and enjoyed to the extent that you identify what your health goal is and you can nominate a friend anyone to join you on that path it's going to make it more fun it's going to make it more sustainable and it's going to have a ripple effect When I first began doing these studies, I thought, incorrectly as it turns out, that the younger people with less severe disease would do better. But it turns out, at any age, the more you change, the more you improve, in both in how you feel and in every way we can measure. And so it's not all or nothing if you're just trying to prevent disease. You know, if you indulge yourself one day, eat a little healthier the next. You don't have time to exercise one day, do a little more the next, and so on. Mm. But if you're actually trying to reverse disease, which was thought impossible before we began doing these studies, it takes big changes, but they're worth it. And it's not to prevent something bad from happening years down the road. It's about joy and pleasure and love and feeling good. And because these underlying biological mechanisms are so dynamic, much more dynamic than we ever realize, when you make these changes at any age, most people find they feel so much better so quickly, it really reframes the whole reason for making the changes from fear of dying to joy of living. That's what I love in particular, that instead of we have to do this so this doesn't happen, so we don't get sick, it's just no, don't fear anything happening, don't do this to prevent anything do it because it feels good enjoy the moment you're in just because this is how we should feel this is how we should be living not thinking ahead of the future of what's scaring us because that's when fear wins over love so i think that concept of just love yeah that was great thanks for sharing that and it does make me think too as i eat healthier and do things imagine how excited we could give our permission ourselves permission overeating a salad or taking a walk. I felt that way when I took a little walk here. It was like a 20-minute walk. Like, this is nice. I'm getting sunshine, fresh air. My body's moving. Like, this is bomb. It is so nice. Yeah, like, this is nice. Like, oh, just even those little moments to look around you and realize you're in L.A. It's beautiful here. A lot of people want to be here. How lucky that we are here. 
we've got to give our pers- ourselves permission to enjoy the joy of living, like they said, and not the fear of and death. the little things that you find yourself so much happier when you like my coworker today laughed at me because. I needed a lunchbox. Mine was about to break, and she <laughs> randomly asked me if I wanted to pick anything that came for free with our order, and I saw an awesome lunchbox, and I was so excited because yeah. that's exactly what I needed, and and they thought it was just cute that I was excited about a lunchbox, but I think it is those little it things is. that let yourself just be excited and always thankful that I thought, I think I manifested that lunchbox, and that was cool to me. <laughs> yeah, no, you totally did, and it just shows um, the abundance and welcoming that in, and I love how Anne talked about the ripple effect. We just experienced it here because we showed up to this show, and we're doing it. We listened, and we're sharing. Someone else is reading and bought a book and, you know, learning about chronic disease. Energy we don't know how contagious. that's going to help her or... Even the women or men connected to her life. So there's absolutely a ripple effect in just sharing the information. So 100%. And just that sense of community that we're all, a lot of us have the exact same struggles. It's just being okay to talk about it. Yeah. And not ashamed. We're human beings. We're supposed to feel these things. Yep. We're supposed to get through it, and that's how we get stronger. Yeah, together. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) So with that being said, let's step into our special segment, Own Your Soul. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Yes, take it away, Haley J. So as always, you guys know I like to do my Instagram polls. You can always see it every Sunday. I post around 2-ish, 12 to 2 in the afternoon where... You can vote. And this one, I think we need to work on more, guys. How about that? It was a 50-50 for the most part where I was asking if meditation is supposed to be so helpful and we don't need these heavy drugs to fix our problems. How many people out there our age, most of my followers, I would say are around my age. I'm my 20s, so I would say... I was expecting it to be more. It was 53% said yes, but 47% say no. So I personally really enjoy meditating, so I can't. I can't say, um, or I can't, what am I saying? Trying to, <laughs> I can't encourage it more. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. I can't encourage it more because I do believe that what a, there's no healthier way than to focus in on what you need to hear than just silencing the noises around you. Yeah, I wonder if, and this is, maybe this isn't the best thing to say, but I already started talking, so. Um, (laughs) I wonder, I feel like more women that I know meditate. I don't really find meditation as a conversation amongst men Hmm. as much, in my personal experience. There are some, but I'm wondering. Yeah, that are down with the meditation? I like that. Okay. Yeah, I think it... It just depends, and now that I'm thinking about it, I think I met them through one of my yoga friends, okay. <laughs> so that's probably why they're kind of in that similar community, but I, I do think a lot of times it could be seen as like a feminine thing because it's a maybe aerobics or Pilates type thing, but yeah. it doesn't matter. It's not about that, guys. It's just feeling good. Yeah. Take or the even the meditation. Away from uh, it. Yeah, taking the stigma away. Yeah, it's something that I noticed, like, I don't know, I grew up. I guess with a certain type of guy, I can never imagine them talking about meditating. And not even in a bad way. And not even like they're bad people. It's just some people um, so foreign, unpack you know? differently. Yeah, it can be foreign and can seem a little bit strange if it's not. So I'm hoping with this conversation, we can kind of normalize it. Closing your eyes, breathing deep, in through your nose, out through your mouth, sitting still, mm. ignoring those 
temptations to itch your face or look or blink or whatever you need to do. And just don't think about anything. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's who we are. It's the observer. With that, it's be patient with yourself too, because this is not an overnight thing. Like I said, I still find myself struggling sometimes to do it. So just whatever, even if it's a few deep breaths, do whatever you need to do. There's no right or wrong way to feel good for you. You know what works for you. Yeah. And it's, again, just like working out, I probably could do two pull-ups, but if I kept doing pull-ups by the end of a certain amount of time, I'd be able to do 10. It's the same thing. Maybe you can only do a minute. Appreciate that minute. That'd be amazing. And then by the end of whatever time length, maybe you're doing five, then you're doing 10. And you're taking back your time. That That's your minute. No one that's can take that from minute. you. When yeah. I used to not do well on tests in school, be like, well, all of those answers I did get right are mine. Yeah. And they can't take those. I may have failed the test, but I still got those right. You get it, girl. I like that mentality. These are and mine. Here. These are right. <laughs> it wasn't the majority, but they're still right. I love it. Yes. Well, this was such a healthy conversation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Super Soul Sit Down, where you get all that good Super Soul food from your Super Soul system. (laughs) Yes. So you guys eat well, move more, stress less, and love more up in here. We will see you same time, same place next week. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram. Please follow at Jamie Alexander because I share a lot of things about renewal of the mind and cleansing yourself with comparison and all those things. So Jamie Alexander on Instagram. Always with the great advice. Watch your videos for real. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at HeyJay, H-A-Y-J underscore. Vote with me every Sunday so you can get involved in the Super Soul Poll. Bye, guys. Thanks. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.